Hey friends, welcome back to the Bible's Babies in Business podcast. We are diving into our Bible study breakdown episode of the week. And this week, we're taking a look at the book of Joshua. And we're specifically going to be talking about what it takes to experience success. And I have three biblical tips for you to take away from this episode. But first, we have to talk about this whole success thing because we all want to experience it. And as entrepreneurs, we really want our businesses to be successful, right? Like otherwise we, we, we wouldn't have started our business. We don't, nobody starts a business to watch it fail. We want our businesses to be successful. As mothers, we want to see our children be successful. We want them to thrive. We want them to be joyful and, and well taken care of and healthy and to really just step into the calling that God has for them. As wives, we, we want our husbands to be successful. We want our marriages to be successful. And as Christians, it's really important that we realize what success actually is. Because if we look at the world's definition of success, we will be chasing the wrong thing. So we're going to talk about that today. What is success from God's standards, which are, of course, the only standards that matter? And how do we achieve it? from a biblical perspective, which of course is the only perspective that matters. So friends, grab your Bible, grab a highlighter, and let's get to the show. Hey mama, welcome to Bibles, Babies, and Business. Are you ready to start an online biz, quit your nine to five, and stay home with your kids? Are you up late at night Googling online business ideas, how to market myself, and how to get my first paying client? Do you have lots of ideas but feel overwhelmed when trying to figure out which ones to focus on so you can move your business forward? Hey there, I'm Cami. I'm a Christian, a wife, and a soon-to-be mom. A few years ago, I too felt drained by my day job and wished I could find a way to make money online. I wanted time freedom and the financial freedom to be a stay-at-home mom, but imposter syndrome kept creeping in and telling me, you could never make enough money doing that. And what if you do try and you fail? But then I discovered how to build an online coaching business from home. In this podcast, you'll find biblical principles for the Christian entrepreneur, online marketing tips to help you start and build an online coaching business from home and a whole lot of mom life because we're doing it all with a baby on our hip. So grab your Bible, snuggle your baby, and let's build your business because you were made for this. All right, friends. Now, before we get into the Bible study breakdown part of the episode, I do want to read you an amazing review that was left for the show. This review is from Kay McManus 1028. She left me five stars and she said, amazing Christian based. There aren't many Christian based guides out there for this entrepreneurship and Cammie is on fire. Her love for the Lord shines through her passion for bettering others and guiding them to success. Thanks for sharing your God given gifts and knowledge. And friends, honestly, I didn't even plan <laughs> the fact that she mentioned guiding them to success in today's episode is about success. That was not planned at all. <laughs> I just picked a random review to read to you guys, and it just happened to be about success. So love that little Holy Spirit wink for you guys. Friend, if this podcast has blessed you, I would love 
to hear about it. The number one way to let me know that this podcast has blessed you is to go to Apple Podcasts, go to the Bible's Babies and Business podcast and scroll down and leave me a review letting me know how this show has impacted you, your business, your motherhood, whatever it is, however this podcast has blessed or impacted your life. I would love to hear it and I may just read your review on an upcoming episode. Now let's get to the book of Joshua. Let's talk about the success thing. Let's talk about how do we achieve success from a biblical perspective. Ever since my business began back in 2019, I wanted it to be successful. Like, I don't think that there's there's any entrepreneurs out there that start a business not wanting their business to be successful, right? Like, we all want our, to see our businesses succeed. The, the problem is, though, that when I first started, I had kind of like a little bit of a flawed view of what success in my business was actually supposed to look like. Like I used to define success in my business as signing a bunch of clients, helping those clients succeed in experiencing the transformation that I was offering and making a lot of money. Now, I'm not saying that any one of those three things are bad because because they're not. It's not bad to want to sign lots of clients. It's it's certainly not bad to want to see those clients succeed and and it's not bad to to want to create wealth in order to create impact and and glory for the kingdom. Like those things are not bad. But at the same time that I was wanting to accomplish these things in the early stages of my business, I was also super obsessed with my image online and super obsessed with my food and my water and my workouts and making sure that I looked perfect for the gram. I was also really short-tempered in that season with my husband. My patience level was super, super low, probably probably because my body fat <laughs> percentage was super low. And if you know anything about um, dieting, um, hangry is a real thing. <laughs> and it came out as me being super short-tempered with my husband in that season. And really, I was just on this fast track to being burnt out because in addition to being obsessed with my business and, and obsessed with my image and really having an idol um, and also being short-tempered with my husband, I was also trying to do everything myself. And I, I, I was a Christian at the time, but I wasn't really pursuing deep relationship with the Lord. You could say that in that season, there wasn't a whole lot of fruitfulness that was happening in the early seasons of my business. And in Galatians, Jesus tells us that you will know my followers by their fruit. In other words, fruits of the spirit. And just to run down a quick list of what those fruits of the spirit are, they are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. I really want to highlight that patience fruit of the Spirit because there wasn't a whole lot of that happening in the early seasons of my business, which lets me know that I was really chasing back then a worldly view of success instead of setting my sights on Jesus and what the Bible defines success as. So now let's open up our Bibles to Joshua 1. We're going to read verses 6 through 9. And we're going to take a look at what is success and three biblical tips to achieve it. 
And it's important to understand the context of what's happening here. So the people of Israel are about to enter the promised land after wandering around in the desert for 40 years. But before they head into the promised land, God is speaking to Joshua, who is going to lead Israel into the promised land. And he's giving him some wisdom here. So starting in at verse six, God is saying, be strong and courageous for you are the one who will lead these people to possess all the land I swore to their ancestors I would give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. Do not deviate from them, turning either to the right or to the left. Then you will be successful in everything you do. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So the first thing that we need to do here is really define success. And I spent a lot of time thinking about what is success from the Bible's standards. What is success? And I was like, God, give me wisdom on this. And I came up with a definition for you. It's a very simple definition of what I believe success is based upon God's standards and the biblical perspective. Because success is not a promise of money or wealth as the world would have you believe. I truly believe that in order to be successful, we need to fulfill God's purpose and calling over our life. That's what I believe biblical success is. And of course, in order to fulfill God's purpose and calling over our life, we have to love God. We have to obey God. We have to love people as he calls us to and to really have a servant's heart. But I believe if we were to define it as one foundational thing, I think to be successful is to fulfill God's purpose and calling over your life. Now, from this passage, we're going to glean three biblical tips on how to see that success And we're going to apply this to your coaching business. So grab your notepad. We're going to go right in with these three points. The first point I want you to write down is we have to be strong and courageous. Now, this phrase, be strong and courageous, is repeated multiple times throughout the Bible. And specifically, at least twice here in the three verses that we just read, be strong and courageous and then be strong and very courageous. But how do we actually do that? How do we actually be strong? How do we actually be courageous? In order to do this, we have to recognize where our strength and courage come from. Because from a worldly perspective, it is very common for us to see people try to be strong and try to be courageous in their own strength. And when we do that, when we try to be strong and courageous in our own strength, we end up failing. And the reason for that is answered in Isaiah 41.10 because we have to recognize that our strength doesn't come from ourselves. It comes from the Lord. So I'm going to read you Isaiah 41.10. It says, so do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Not you will strengthen you. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Friends, as Christians, 
as entrepreneurs, as mothers, as wives, as coaches, we have to recognize that in order to be successful, we have to be strong and courageous, but that that strength and that courage is not our own. When we try to do things in our own strength, it will leave us burnt out and with nothing to show for it. So that's point number one, be strong and courageous. Point number two, in order to see success, we have to study the book. We have to study God's word because God's word is an instruction manual for life. Inside of the passage we just read, God literally called it the book of instruction. In verse eight, study this book of instruction. The Bible is an instruction manual for how to live life and how to live it successfully. Why is it? I'm curious. And this is for myself too. Why is it that anytime we get a new gadget or get a new toy or get a new whatever it is, and it comes with an instruction manual, how many of you, because I'm raising my hand, how many of you tend to like toss the instruction manual aside and just try to figure it out yourself? which usually leads to us wasting an unnecessary amount of time trying to figure things out ourselves, messing up, putting different pieces in the wrong places, or, or if we're playing a game, playing the game with the wrong rules. And it just, it's a hot mess until the point comes where we're like, why don't we just read the instruction book? Like, like it came with the game or it came with the toy. Why don't we just read it? And then that way we'll know how to play the game or how to, how to build the toy effectively. And so then we have to stop and take the time to read the instruction manual that we really should have read at the beginning, which would have saved us time, but we didn't want to read the instruction manual because we thought it was going to waste time, that we just knew how to play it ourselves or how to, how to put the toy together ourselves. We have to stop and read the instruction manual. And then all of a sudden we have this light bulb moment and we're able to play the game or to build the toy effectively. Why is it that it is in our human nature to toss instruction manuals aside and try to just go at things ourselves? God is trying to save us unnecessary hurt and an unnecessary amount of wasted time by giving us the instruction manual. There are so many times in my life where I look back on seasons of my life that were not submitted to the Lord. And I look back on the mistakes that I made back then and in the challenges and the consequences that came of those mistakes. And I often think to myself, you know, that could have been completely avoided had I been submitted to the Lord in that season. Had I studied the instruction manual in that season, I could have avoided that whole hot mess express. Like there's so many things in my life that could have been avoided, so many troubles that could have been avoided had I just studied the instruction manual. So friends, I challenge you to make it a daily habit, a daily habit, not just Monday through Friday, a daily habit of getting into the word and studying the instruction manual. It doesn't mean that you have to study the word for an hour. Maybe you study it for just 10 minutes, but I promise you those will be 10 minutes spent well. And over time, you will begin to glean the wisdom from this instruction manual and you will start to see changes in your life. We have the instruction manual literally sitting in front of us. All we have to do is read it and obey what is inside. Because the person who knows how to live life to the fullest is the one who created life in the first place. So that was point number two, study the instruction manual. And point number three, do not deviate 
from the instruction manual. Do not deviate from God's instructions. Now, this one is challenging because our flesh wants to deviate. Our sin wants to go astray from what God tells us to do. Sin is in our human nature. But I want us to reflect back to Luke 9, verse 23. Then he said to the crowd, if any of you wants to be my follower, you must turn from your selfish ways, take up your cross daily and follow me. So let's just acknowledge here for a second that not only is sin in our human nature, we are born sinners. We're not born good. Like, like sin is all over this, this flesh suit that we are in. Not only is it in our human nature, but culture oftentimes praises sin and encourages you to sin by telling you to do things like, well, just do whatever makes you happy or, or follow your heart. That one, that one just really gets me. Um, another phrase that is encouraging people to go along with their flesh is to live your truth or speak your truth. Um, all of those things are encouraging us to follow whatever our fleshly desires are, which our fleshly desires are going to be the opposite of what God's instructions are. So in order to follow God's instructions, we are called to deny our flesh, which will not feel good. You are called to deny your, your sinful desires in order to pick up your cross and follow the Lord. And Galatians 5.24 actually even goes a step further to say, we are to nail our sinful passions and desires to the cross. So how do we do that? Like, Give me the practicals, Cammie. I'm here for you, friend. I'm here for the practicals. How do we do that? How do we turn from something that is within our nature in order to follow Christ? And the answer to that is by the renewing of your mind. Romans 12, 2 says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Do you know that one of the most popular things that people in the Christian space are desiring is how to hear from God. Like I've actually taken the time to, to look up how many times are people searching like on Google or on search engines, how to hear from God. And the number is astronomical. Like so many people in the Christian community are searching how to hear from God. Well, why are we searching for that? Why is it that we desire to hear from God so much? And I believe that's because we want to know what God's will is for us. This verse says, by allowing the Lord to transform you into a new person by changing the way you think, you will learn to know God's will for you. In other words, you will begin to hear the Lord. You will Begin to know what God's calling is over your life, what God's purpose is over your life, which is good and pleasing and perfect. But I also want to direct you to when it says, let God, let God transform you. In other words, when you let God do something, you are throwing up your white flag, you are surrendering to him and you're saying, God, I can't do it on my own. You have to take over for me. God is not going to force you 
to allow him to transform you. You have to allow him to do the transforming, which means that you have to first surrender and acknowledge that your way isn't working and turn to him instead. You have to let go of your pride, humble yourself, be coachable, be moldable, and be transformable. And friend, I'm certainly not trying to talk at you because I am preaching to the choir here. I spent years of my life in a lukewarm Christian state proclaiming that I was a Christian, but not actually having a deep relationship with the Lord, not actually allowing him to transform my mind and changing the way I think. So that was point number three. Don't deviate from God's instructions. And the way that we practically do that is by denying our flesh, taking up our cross and following Jesus. And the way that we are able to practically deny our flesh and our fleshly desires and our and our, our sinful passions is by allowing God to renew the way that we think and to renew our mind. Okay, friend, let's do a quick summary of today's episode. So we talked about what success actually is from a biblical perspective. What I shared is that my full belief is that to be successful is to fulfill God's purpose and calling over your life. And we went through three biblical tips in order to see that success and apply it to your coaching business. So the tip number one was to be strong and courageous. And to do to, and to be strong and courageous, you have to recognize that your strength in your courage is not of your own. This is strength and courage that comes from the Lord. Point number two, tip number two was to study the instruction manual. Study the book. Study the word that God gave you. He has literally given us an instruction manual on how to play the game of life. And many of us have just tossed the instruction manual aside and said, I'll just try and figure it out on our own, on my own. And what that's led to is wasted time. It's, le- it's led to troubles. It's led to unnecessary challenges and heartbreak that could have been avoided had we, had we just read the instruction manual in the first place. So friend, let's read the instruction manual that is freely available to us and apply it to our lives and apply the wisdom to our businesses. And then tip number three, don't just read the word, but actually obey the word. And you're not going to be perfect at it. And that's okay. That's what, that's why Jesus came to the earth and, and poured grace over us. But don't deviate from God's instructions. We cannot allow our fleshly desires to rule our lives and rule our businesses. We are called to nail our sinful passions and our sinful desires to the cross. And how do we do that? By allowing the Lord to renew our mind by changing the way that we think. I would love, love, love to hear how God spoke to you today through this episode. I want to invite you to come and join me inside of my free Facebook community. The link to join is down in the show notes. Come hang out with me. Let me know how God spoke to you through this episode. And and in addition to that, you can also get support and community from other faith-based Christian entrepreneurs and coaches who are running the race alongside you and building the businesses that God has called them to build. You can also ask your business questions inside of the Facebook community. I'd be happy to provide support and answers to your questions. 
And also, I'd love for you to let me know inside of the Facebook community what future episodes you would like to hear so that I can make sure the content that is coming out for you each week is helpful, is supportive, and is helping to sharpen you for the kingdom and glory of the Lord. Thank you so much for joining me today, friend. I love you, and I'll see you next week. Hi, friend. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Bibles, Babies, and Business podcast. If you learned something from today's episode or if it blessed you in any way, I would love to know. You can head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review, and I may just read your review on the show. Thank you again for being here, and I pray that God would fill you with peace in your faith, your motherhood, and your business, because you were made for this.